You are listening to Zeal Fear House. I am your host, David Murray, and I'm joined with Dorothy Carruthers. Her focus here is on our relationship with our Heavenly Dad and all aspects of His kingdom, moving in greater intimacy with Him. Additional teachings, books, and articles may be found on my website at www.dwmurray.com. That's dwmurry.com. Again, thanks for joining us, and let's get rolling with this week's broadcast. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is David Murray, Zeal for Your House, and I'm joined uh, by my host, Dorothy Carruthers from Blog Talk Radio. Dorothy, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. Doing well. Looking forward to coming? a bird pooping. No, I'm not ready for the snow. It's going to keep me up tonight when it's coming. <laughs> well, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to enjoy the last little hurrah of winter while we have it here, but uh, I'm going to be praying for you because I know sometimes that, that bothers your joints, so uh, I'll, I'll be covering you with that. Tonight, we're going to be getting into some stuff that um, – I have a different set of headphones on that makes me feel real high tech and I don't know how the quality is going to come across guys. So forgive me if I'm talking a little different. Uh, it has a different feel on my head and the feedback's a little bit different. I'm working on my, my audio system. So <clears throat> bear with me, but we're going to be talking about insights for 2018. I'm going to use the word prophetic insights. Here's what prophecy means, guys. Prophecy means in the Greek, the heart, mind, and will of God revealed. Okay. That's what prophecy is. Um, in the body of Christ, we should be able to openly and freely talk about the goodness of God, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, uh, the fullness of his nature being expressed in the church, and how he does that through the different gifts and callings and, and ways in which we minister in the body of Christ. Uh, one of the things that's a struggle, because the church has been struggling with understanding how much God loves us and understanding that our self-worth does not come from any of our gifts or callings or anything that we do or what anybody thinks of us, that we tend to make a mess of the gifts and the callings and the different purposes of the body of Christ. And uh, Ephesians 4.11, where the Bible says, he gave son to be apostle, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists for the edification of the church so that we all rise to full maturity the purpose of the gifts and the different callings in the body of Christ is to bring us all to full maturity. Every generation is meant to become elders, according to Hebrews 5.12, understanding righteousness, to raise up to then the new believers that we are scooping into the kingdom as we fulfill the Great Commission in obedience to Jesus. And then we raise them up, uh, wash, rinse, repeat. Uh, we've kind of lost sight of that. So, um, you know, when, when we see or read the word about, you know, prophecy or prophetic insights, uh, it conjures up all sorts of different issues sometimes. And so that's why I'm taking the time to explain that. It's real simple, guys. Prophecy is just the heart and mind of God revealed. And he reveals different things to, to us in different ways because the body of Christ is meant to function together as one body, exalting the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk about um, what God is doing, what's on Father's heart for 2018. And in order for us to do that, we have to understand where we came from. In the same way, 
don't know if any of you guys are, are, are shoot the bow. I won't say bow hunters. <laughs> if any of you shoot a bow or even a rifle or, or, or anything, uh, if you're going to hit your target, you have to have two points of references. You have to have the front sight and then it pivots on the back sight, meaning you need point A and point B in order to draw a straight line to connect to C. So a lot of the confusion that takes place in the body of Christ is that many times we give a single point of reference. We will talk about what's on God's heart. We don't know where we've come from and don't understand where we're heading toward. And so that point of reference gets confusing and gets lost. And that's kind of getting wearisome in the body of Christ. Uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people. They're just weary. They're tired of the last several years of confusion and uh, spiritual anarchy. Um, it's on Father's heart, guys. So what I'm going to be doing to, um, to help us with this, to seeing what's going to happen and what, what some of the things that are on Father's heart for 2018 is to give a recap of, of where we've come from, dating back from 2015. And uh, then we're going to look to 2018 and beyond. So this is going to be short. It's going to be to the point. Uh, and and let's, get, let's get rolling. So the ability, guys, to understand and cooperate with the Lord depends on two things. To understand any insight that Father God is speaking by the Holy Spirit to his church and through his church. Right? Under the new covenant, we all can bear witness to what God is speaking to us because we all will have the Holy Spirit and he will speak to us. If we struggle with hearing and recognizing the voice of the Spirit of God, I have a podcast, uh, several podcast series that talks about hearing the voice of God and recognizing it. I'm not going to be getting into that today, but I would, I would encourage you and invite you to go to my website and go on to Blog Talk Radio under Dorothy, and there's many um, broadcasts and teachings of how to discern and learn how to, to move in intimacy of hearing his voice. Our ability to understand and cooperate is going to depend upon two things whenever God speaks, our perception and our agenda. Our perception involves how we see God, which will determine how we see ourselves. Our agenda is the motive of our heart. So our perception and our agenda are going to dictate how well or how poorly we can flow, recognize, agree, and come into alignment with what Father God wants to do within his church. Remember, he works through the body of Christ. That was part of the New Testament covenant. That's why the Holy Spirit was given to us, and it's the best covenant. And all the other covenants through the history of man from the garden culminate in the New Covenant. Because in the New Covenant, Jesus is in us. The Spirit of the living God, the kingdom of God is in us. Okay, so let's recap a little bit, guys. Uh, 2015, let's, let's, let's go back to 2015 and some things that we talked about. Around the fall of 2015, I wrote on my website, uh, it was a, a paper called Understanding the Times. It was a short blog. It's called Understanding the Times Part 2, Returning to His Heart. Uh, I would encourage some of you to, to look at that and say that ministers to you. And in that, I discussed that what Father God was doing was calling his church to come back to him, to begin to spend time with him. It was the, the word that come inside my spirit would float in my spirit all the time was to come away with me. 
And that was in, in 2015, and I began sharing it toward the summer and fall of 2015, that the Lord was calling his church to himself. At the same time, 2015 and 16, I shared of some things in the fall of 2015 would come to pass if the church did not begin answering the call to intimacy. That if the church did not respond to Father's heart, the wickedness in this nation would continue to become more and more unchecked. And some of the things that in, uh, in the fall of 2015, when I wrote that, I said that we would begin to see as a weakening of the U.S. dollar. We would see a second uh, falling on the real estate market. We will see God continually be removed farther and farther from our nation's identity and our nation's history. This is 2015. Our children would be deliberately exposed to more and more darkness through the school systems. Lifestyles that are now accepted would not only begin to be taught, they would be encouraged to your children by your institutional school systems. Uh, I said that we would turn our back on Israel, experience greater and greater terror, foreign and domestic, as evil is permitted to come into our land. Christianity would no longer be tolerated and begin to be seen as a hate religion. And geophysical events will spike, causing loss of life and contribute to the weakening of the national debt and the U.S. dollar. This was in the fall of 2015. Now, a good many of these things have already uh, come to pass. We've already seen our school systems, how they're being overrun with identity issues. Um, we have seen the overrunning of, of the marriage institution as as we hold to it, as the Bible holds to it. Um, we've seen not only are our traditional Judeo-Christian values be questioned, they are being seen as bigotry now. And that things are being taught not only as an alternative lifestyle, but they're being encouraged. At the same time, guys, many of these things have been curbed through the current presidential cabinet. We talked about that the current, the last election was going to be a turning point. It would either give us a time of grace. It would give us a time to begin responding to what's on Father's heart, or it would usher in, speed up many of the things that um, the Lord shared were going to happen. So we, we've been given some time. Now, regardless of what you feel about this current president, um, for those that like to go into Old Covenant, right, we, everything is, is progressive revelation. Everything must be based upon the New Covenant. But if we want to go into Old Covenant to see some of the principles, uh, the Lord made it very clear that he raised up Pharaoh to glorify the Lord, right? Uh, we see the time of Israel's captivity in the book of Daniel, where the Lord says he raised up kings to glorify God. We see in history Alexander the Great being raised up so that the entire nation, the entire world of the Middle East would speak the Greek culture, the Greek language, so that by the time the disciples, the apostles came on the scene, when they spread the gospel, everyone understood Greek. It was a universal language, and it allowed the gospel message to go out being unencumbered. That was facilitated through the reign of a pagan, Alexander the Great. A little, just a little snippet into the background of some of the ways that God uses it in the Word of God, and also we just see his nature manifested in secular history, right? It's all the same to God. God is God, and he will do the things on the earth as he chooses to do. Um, 
So, so that's what I'm going to leave it there. That's again, our, everything, our perception is going to come down to how we see God in ourselves and what are the motives of our heart agenda, perception and agenda. Our job is to go back before the Lord and make sure we are in alignment with our perception and our agenda. They both must come into alignment with God's heart. And again, I'm not going to, I don't have time to get into a lot of that. I talked about what's on father's heart in other podcasts the law of love and how love is holiness. Love is not um, meaning that we can do whatever we want, but I'm not going to get sidetracked in those things. There's, there's other topics. One of the challenges, guys, that I face is that I have a wide audience. Uh, I don't, uh, I've been blessed with the honor and the privilege of being able to interact with Christians from all different backgrounds and all different camps, all different um, um, differences in doctrinal beliefs and convictions. And so it makes it challenging sometimes to bring forth a short, concise word from the Lord because I'm bouncing off of all these different backgrounds and perceptions. And so a lot of times I have tried to cover many different things and it, it just sometimes clogs down what the Lord is trying to speak through me. So for those of you that want to get rounded out or, or, or vet um, some of the things I'm talking about to make sure that, that what I'm saying is not something that you think is an error, uh, go back into you know, dwmurray.com. Uh, spend some time uh, over there. I talk about holiness at length. I talk about love at length. I talk about identity, the Great Commission, um, all these things. I mean, God is love, and love will manifest sometimes through discipline, and he will love will manifest sometimes through mercy and grace. And that's how awesome he is. There's a different facets of his nature. So anyway, moving along, in 15 and 16, uh, the call was going out, a return to his heart. And uh, as we watched 2016 come and go, I began the following year sharing a bit was on, well, of what was on Father's heart and what was he was doing about the condition of the body of Christ and our refusal to lay down our own agendas and come into alignment with his heart. In 2017, there was, um, there was a lot of that. The body of Christ, two things happened. One is uh, much of us as a whole are compromising and there's no condemnation in this, guys. This is just a litmus. There's no condemnation in the Word of God. The Scriptures say that all of God's Word is good for correction, for reproof, for edification, and for, for aligning us to become more into the, the image of God so that we can experience the intimacy He wants to have with us. Right? So as the Word corrects us, there's no condemnation in it. Condemnation is, comes from us believing something about ourselves or about the Lord that's not true. In May of 2017, I wrote a follow-up, Understanding the Times, 2017, Transitions in the Body of Christ. And in it, I outlined what Father God wanted to accomplish, and he was beginning to call the body of Christ now to repentance and the refusal to really let go of some of the issues that are on our heart and the compromise in which we were going to give God certain pieces of our heart and hold on to other pieces. At the same time, I talked about how the demonic realm was waging warfare against the church and how she was weakened because of these areas of compromise. talked about two things. Plan A was for Satan to remove the gospel of salvation from being mentioned in the church. Plan B was to keep the redeemed child of God, God carnal-minded and weak. Okay, that was the attack that's gone out and went in full force in 2017. Two things to remove the gospel of salvation from our hearts and minds, where we would forsake 
the Great Commission and begin to enter into a second spiritual darkness, the second dark ages that took place when the gospel stopped being preached up until the 1500s. So one was to remove the gospel. The second was to keep the child of God carnal-minded and weak. Carnal-minded means anything in our belief system that directly opposes what Jesus gave us as the gift of the cross. The cross made us righteous and holy and blameless. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Talk about the lot on my broadcast and more on the website. You can read more about that, our righteousness and our identity. To not understand that is to be carnal-minded. When we're carnal-minded, we cannot thrive in our spirit, man, because now our bodies are being run by a soul, a thinking, a belief system that opposes God's nature. That was the plan of Satan that's gone forth. 2017 was a great return to him. It was a call to our first love. And I broke that down into three basic camps in the body of Christ. Passive witnesses, the angry, wounded, and judgmental, and the self-seeking. That is on my website. I'm not going to go into detail on that. But basically, the Lord outlined three different camps and was asking us to take an inventory in 2017 of where we needed to make corrections. Where we that had no desire to change anything because we've thrown up our, air, our hands in defeat and we're just apathetic and depressed? Were we angry, wounded, and judgmental where instead of allowing God to heal our wounds, we turned toward backbiting and slander and the love of, of uh, our love for one another has grown cold? Or the self-seeking, were we looking to build ministries, building titles, building a following, building a crowd, building prestige, building things that garner our own Uh, ministry or agenda. And so those are the three different areas that the Lord was calling the body of Christ to take a self-examination, to self-judge, and to make the correction. Guys, this is all love. It is the greatness of his love that his hand presses down upon his beloved. The full counsel of the Lord is understanding that correction is love, and in love he will correct You can't have one without the other. If someone is sharing to you a word that they will call insights from the Lord or prophecy or whatever they want to label it, and they just talk about what God wants to do, and there is no mention about what our part is in that covenant, it is an immature, incomplete word. That's not me. That's the word of God. That is the word of God. We are always given edification, exhortation, comfort, those will come in the forms of understanding and identifying sin and where we've missed the mark and where we need to make a course adjustment. Remember, the scriptures say, do not be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word. A hearer is a man who looks at the, uh, himself in the mirror, and the second he turns away, forgets what manner of man he is. So anytime we talk about what God wants to do, and there is no discussion, no teaching on how we are to cooperate and come into alignment, that is not prophecy. You know, a lot of people will say, well, simple prophecy is just, you know, it's just exhortation, just encouragement. Let's just call it encouragement. You want to give somebody an attaboy on the back, and pat them on the back and say, you're doing a great job, hang in there. Okay, we can call that a watered-down exhortation. But true godly exhortation, 
identifies the gift of exhortation, which goes hand in hand with prophecy, is identifying the condition that you're in, how you got there, and how you got to get out of Dodge to get where you need to go. That's the gift of exhortation. There's a lot of fluff that's gone around that just either it's one or two camps that took place in 2017. It really culminated either wrathful, angry, judgment, or just fluff after fluff after fluff. And neither one are teaching and correcting and admonishing. To say, well, we got to repent is not a word of correction. Repent means to turn. So we have to turn from something and then turn to something. And if there's no steps of action on how or where or in what areas we need to do that, it is not nourishment. It's not a, a mature word. It needs to be held back until we can more understand what's on God's heart and then we can deliver that in love without compromise. So 2017 was a lot of that being brought to the surface. And it was a time for the church to heal, to repent of being passive witnesses, to repent from being angry, wounded, and judgmental, or to prevent from being self-seeking. All of these have to do with not understanding our identity as God's beloved, redeemed children. It is the goodness of God that makes us want to be conformed into his image. It's the goodness of God that makes us want to cast aside anything that ensnares us. Some things that we have covered in the past few years, guys, I want to put some things into perspective. And the reason why I'm doing this is because as I've been praying about this, the Lord says, my church is weary. They are weary. They are tired of the nonsense. They are tired of the rhetoric. They're tired of the fear and they're tired of the fluff. It's time to change. It's time to move on. It's time to grow up. Time to have some fun, guys. We are the conquerors. We are the redeemed. We are the one that have our heels on the neck of our enemy. And there's only one enemy, and it's Satan. Your neighbor who's lost and, and swears and curses and drinks and says how much he hates God, doesn't believe in God. Guys, newsflash, that's the person Jesus died for. That is not the enemy. So if we look at them as the enemy, um, we have to repent of our heart being out of alignment, we need a revelation of how much God, lo God loves us. We can only love to the degree that we know we're loved. Some things that have been covered in the past that have come and gone, some things that, that we talked about. When I say we, I mean the body of Christ. Okay, some of them guys. Obama would be the last president. 2016, we would go into martial law. Pope was the Antichrist. The blood moons would collapse our nation. Uh, September 23rd, Nibiru prophecy said would be the end of our nation as we knew it. And most recently, one of the major ones was Korea and how uh, Korea was going to nuke us, would enter us into World War III and to FEMA camps. Guys, I addressed many of these topics before and as they came up um, about what was on Father's heart. This message is not about me in any way. It's about what's on our Heavenly Dad's heart and how much he loves us and wants to minister to us. He wants to wipe away the tears and the confusion and the disappointment and the disillusionment. And he wants us to grow up into strong children of God that have an understanding of his heart 
and that walk with their heads high as conquerors, filled with love, with the great commission on their heart, walking in great daily intimacy with their sweet Savior. That's a pretty good thing that he wants, guys. I want to receive it. I want to say yes and amen to that. Some additional sources you guys can vet some of this information uh, are all on Blog Talk Radio, podcast 14, 23, 27, 33, and 38. And in those podcasts, I talk about kingdom updates from 2016. I talk about the presidential elections. I talked about updates in 2017. I talked about North Korea in uh, August of 17. Uh, just some sources they may minister and help with clarity for some people that, that, if you're like me, that have a hunger to understand prophetic timelines and understand how God moves so that we can grow in understanding the heart and mind of God. So let's recap, guys. 2015-16 was a return to his heart. It was a wake-up call. It was, we were called to wake up to his love. For much of the body of Christ, no matter what camp we were in, we, we really didn't do this without compromise. We turned toward things that were self-soothing, and that issue of self-soothing would be in whatever camp we were comfortable staying in. And so in 2017, there was a call to repent of stubborn rebellion, of delusion, it was a call to repent of doctrines or of experiences, and those are two different camps. There's camps of, of intellectual doctrines, and there were camps of, of emotional experiences or spiritual experiences that were based upon trying to get God to show he loves us. They were meant to distract us from our wounds. We were to repent of ignoring the Great Commission and return to our first love. 2018, guys and beyond. It is a year of hidden things coming to light. This past fall of 17, I said that one of the things that would continue to take place if Donald Trump was elected president is that things that were hidden would be brought to the surface. And for those of you that are tuned into the news, I do not watch the news very much under the direction of the Lord. I, I, I Usually people will come up to me and will ask me afterwards, and it's usually a confirmation of what the Lord's spoken to me on. I don't watch the news um, because the Lord told me not to watch the news very much. I have to be very specific for, for me to turn on uh, the news. There's a great shaking going on, guys. 2018 is going to be moving. It starts with the church, okay, but it began publicly with the lost, with this government and with this nation. Judgment, discipline, refinement, correction always begins with the house of God. Why? Because we are the only ones that possess the holiness of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The church possesses the kingdom. We are the ones that need to be refined. So holiness coming into alignment always starts with the church. But here's what Father did in his great tender mercy. 2017 was a time of quiet introspection. There was a time, a season this past 12 months of great grace for us to quietly look at what are the issues that we're afraid to look at? Where are we angry or passive or depressed or self-seeking or judgmental? Which camps do we come from? And let the Lord 
begin to quietly minister to those areas. That time also in his love is ending. The public shaking that we've begun seeing in the government, in this nation, which guys, we ain't seen nothing yet. We haven't seen anything. The shaking has just begun. That shaking is going to be made more public and manifest now in the elders of the body of Christ. And it will shake straight up from the foundations, from the elders, straight up through every member in the body of Christ. Guys, this isn't fearful. It's not judgment. It's love in the form of correction. There's nothing to be afraid of with this. The Lord lets us know what he's doing so we can more quickly cooperate with this on his heart. Things will start in the spirit, guys, and they manifest different ways in the physical realm. Okay, that's how the, the, the kingdom works. It starts in the realm of the spirit, and it manifests in the, in the physical. 2018, it has already begun. It started in 17. 18 and 19 will be a continuation. Spiritual principalities are being toppled, and new principalities are being placed over this world and specifically over this nation. God is uprooting principalities that have had place to operate in this nation. He is toppling them over. And the church is meant to pray into the spiritual places of authority that are meant to be occupied by God's kingdom. He is going to continue to refine us. He's going to speak into the private areas of our lives that he wants to heal the issues that, that we've been stuffing, he wants them to come to the, the surface. Guys, we're going to see false teachings and the messages of delusion and doctrine that are designed to keep the body distracted and feed our own self-worth and our own identity are going to begin being judged. This isn't wrath, guys. We are in the church age. The wrath of sin was accomplished at the cross. This is judgment. Another way of saying it's more palatable for many of us is loving discipline. And there's a good reason. When we talk about judgment, we talk about all sorts of too much of a hot button. His loving discipline is going to be and has already begun upon the elders or those that have been purported to be the elders of this generation. A great shaking and toppling is taking place in the realm of spirit. There will be seats unoccupied that he is going to begin filling with children of God who move uncompromised, unwavering, that will feed his flock. True shepherds are coming forth that are going to be willing to lay down their lives for not only the church, but for the lost. And they are going to feed the flock. They are going to begin fulfilling the call of Ephesians 4.11 and Hebrews 5.12 to bring us to maturity and an understanding of righteousness. Guys, I want you to, I want you to please remember this. Father has love toward his children and wrath toward sin that ensnares his children. We must understand this distinction. He has a wrath on sin and a love toward his children. Any area that keeps us entangled or ensnared Glorify Satan, and he does not like that very much. Our Father is a jealous God, and he does not like any area 
where Satan is being glorified by the way our belief system agrees with Satan's lives. Doesn't like that, but he loves you beyond measure. He loves you without condition. Colossians 1.21, we've been made blameless, holy, and beyond reproach in his sight. Colossians 1.21 and 22. There is a true remnant of God's children coming forth in 2018 and 19. These will be people we have never heard of. They will be unknown people. They will be teachers and seers. I'm talking godly seers. I'm talking people that are not interested in building a ministry. They're not interested in what anyone thinks about them, but they have the love of Jesus Christ burning in their eyes. And their only desire is to fulfill what's on Father's heart, which is two things. Greater intimacy, teaching the body how to enter into greater intimacy, and fulfilling the Great Commission. Because the two things that will never change that are on Father's heart is intimacy with his children and reconciliation toward his unredeemed. That's the love of God expressed through the body and to the loss. It was accomplished through Jesus being tortured and dying for us. Because every one of us once fell into that second category, the lost. As the shaking takes place, here's a distinction I want to make, again, because there's a lot of different camps that tune in uh, to this broadcast that I am honored and blessed uh, that tune in and, and give me feedback. Guys, what, what has taken place uh, in the last decade has been a systematic tearing away of the traditions of man. And the Lord has systematically ramped up the exodus that's taken place out of institutional church, out of man-made religion. And so a lot of things were taking place and were being shaken within institutional church, traditional church, ways of doing things by the traditions of man. That could have different forms. The shaking that is now begun and will begin to intensify, the shaking that is now coming upon the body of Christ, is outside the walls of the institutional church. I have to make that very clear. The loving discipline already took place upon traditional institutional church, and he will continue to correct and convict. But the major shaking that will be taking place now in 2018 moving forward is the shaking of the body of Christ outside the walls of institutional church. There is no child of God that is not loved by his, our Heavenly Father to the point where we can escape his loving correction. The shaking that will take place is what has been referred to. It will hit the body of Christ that is often referred to or refers to themselves as the remnant, neo-modern, reformed, and organic church. The shaking has already begun and in his love, it will intensify. That will manifest differently. But the shaking, guys, is designed for one thing, for us to look at the areas that we have not given to him. The pain, the anger, the depression, the judgment, the things that separate us from feeling his love. And again, I'm not going to get into this now, but I did some podcasts on a couple of related um, topics, um, prophecy. Um, understanding the new covenant, 
understanding uh, the Lord's heart and fulfilling the Great Commission, there are wonderful appendages to this word that I'm sharing tonight. I would encourage you to look at any of them or just on my blog. I go into a lot of this stuff. So, guys, this is what's going to be going on. Um, These people that are coming forth that are going to be nobodies in the eyes world and nobodies in the eyes of the church are going to bring forth the milk and the meat to those who've been crying out for substance. Guys, there are many of you, many of you that are hungry and you're tired of the junk food. You're tired of the distractions and the garbage and you think, well, what, just what else is there? As you begin to see different people and you hear strange, odd stories of what's taking place and, and you'll start to think, well, is anyone safe? Or, or I thought this person was respected or esteemed and, and what's going on? It's a shaking in the spirit realm. And God's going to begin bringing hidden things to light in the same way that hidden things are coming to light in government. You're going to see the same thing happen in the body of Christ now in this next year and a half. There's going to be a generation of people coming up that will give the body of Christ the choice. It is always a choice, guys, if we want it. You will have the choice to be fed with milk and solid food. You will be given the choice. We will be given the choice to grow. We will be given the opportunity and the choice to heal and to grow into full maturity according, again, to the mandate of Ephesians 4.11 and Hebrews 5.12. So that's where we've come from, guys, uh, come from, and it's where we're heading in 2018 and 19. Um, and I'm going to maintain uh, we are not entering into a major war in this season. There are times that will come, and how the United States enters those times I've always maintained this. It is scriptural. It's not my words. It will be dependent upon how the body of Christ responds or does not respond to its own Father's heart. And um, his intense love, he's turning up the heat in the kitchen to bring us to refinement. So hang on, guys, because it's going to be an amazing and a wild and exciting year. I am super excited. I I am excited for the areas he is working on in me and is going to continue to work on in me. I am blessed to be a part of a fellowship where, you know, many of us are we're a mess. We've got a lot going on, and we've had a lot going on. And um, the body of Christ is just a tremendous blessing for us to be there for each other. And for those of you that, that don't have someone, I would encourage you to pray and, and get together with one person. If you don't have one person, Guys, go to the supermarket, the gas station, and go win someone to Christ. Go win someone to Christ and start fellowshipping with them. Uh, So anyway, two things on his heart, guys. Intimacy with the redeemed, reconciliation for the lost. 2018 is going to be a separating. Uh, When we talk about separating the wheat and chaff, okay, let's make sure we put that in the context of love in his heart. He separates the wheat and the chaff that is within our heart. God never calls his children chaff. That is an abomination to him. None of you are chaff. Okay. So, God bless you guys. Uh, we, will, we will probably talk more about this uh, heading into the summer. 
we'll touch base more and, and uh, compare notes, Lord willing, and we'll talk about more things that are going on. And thank you for tuning in. I would, I would encourage any of you, if any of this pricked upon in your hearts, to go deeper. That is the call of Father. He is calling you to go deeper. All of us have the Holy Spirit. If he feels you calling to go deeper, I can recommend some resources. Uh, I would start at least with my blog and some of the things that um, I've taught and brought forth in the body of Christ there, uh, the podcast, and I can recommend some uh, much more mature people that have some more rounded areas and other areas. We all need each other. Um, All the people in the body of Christ are meant to function and operate and serve one another. and It's my honor to serve all of you. So, Dorothy, anything uh, on your end to add before we call it a night? Get ready for the snow? Uh, I'm looking forward to the new teachers. I hope they come see me. I'll put them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I know you will, Dorothy. I know you will. I know you will. Uh, we do have someone with their hand up in the queue. You want to take a oh, call? I would love that. Okay, hold on. Stand by. Let me push the little button. Okay, okay. Area code 347, you have a question for David? Yes. Yes, I do. Hello. Hi, brother. How are you? I think I'm a first-time caller. I thank God for the word of God. And I just want prayer tonight to have a way the Lord would lead you. Thank you. So uh, I'm sorry. You would like you would like prayer, and you're asking me to pray. However, the Lord leads me to pray for you. Yes. I, okay. I would like okay. Are you, may I, May I have your first name? Are you comfortable with that? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. 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 I'm Andrew. Okay. Hi, Andrew. Okay. Sure. Absolutely, Andrew. David, if you're speaking, it's not coming through. Okay. You know me, Dorothy. I got to take me a second to quiet down. (laughs) Okay, it's just that there were strange noises coming through. I think it was the phone or feedback or something. Okay. Okay. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Andrew. Yes, Lord. And I thank you for this brother in Christ. Lord God, I thank you that you see the desire of Andrew's heart, Father God. Lord, I thank you that you've placed within him the desire to teach, the desire to know your word, the desire to share your word, the desire to bring forth your truth in love without compromise, Lord God. Father, I just bless Andrew in this season. I bless everything that he puts his hand to, Father God. Lord God, in the strife that is in his life, I thank you for your healing balm, ministering healing, to any relationship or any area, Father God, that has been a drain on him. And, Father, the areas where where you desire, as you desire all of us to take us from faith to faith, deeper intimacy, Lord God, in whatever area there's the next revelation of intimacy that Andrew needs your touch in, in Jesus' name, I bless him with the revelation of your goodness in that area, Father God. I bless him with a greater revelation of who he is, the Son of God, redeemed, holy, and blameless. And Father, as those roots go deeper and deeper, 
I thank you, Lord, for that manifesting the kingdom in all relationships that he has his hand in, Lord God. I speak peace. I speak reconciliation. I speak wholeness, Father God, over his life and every relationship, Lord God, that will come under the peace of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for Andrew. Thank you for blessing him with that hunger you placed within him. And I speak love and peace, Lord God, over all that is his and all those that are connected with him, Father God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus' name. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my brother. Oh, absolutely, Andrew. It's my honor. Thank you for calling in. Yes, I appreciate it. I just believe God um, is the move in my life and do great and mighty things. Amen. Amen, Angel. Well, I will continue to support you in prayer with that as well, too. I just, when I was praying for you, I just felt, <laughs> um, I, I just saw him depositing into you uh, roots of his love. And from, and from those roots, will be the basis in which you bring forth the word that will move in power. And it won't be intellect. It won't be study. It will be from deep, deep intimacy that you will bring that forth to those around you. So none of that bears witness. You can just toss it out. But but, uh, that's just how I was led to pray and what I saw. Yes. So, um, I I have one prayer request. If you could pray for the salvation of my goddaughter. Her name is Shamika Alexander. She's doing a lot of bad things to me. Okay. Okay. Let's write that down, too. Shanika Alexander. She's doing a lot of bad things to me. Shanika Alexander. Okay. Well, let's pray for that for a second as well, too, and then I'll yes. continue to support you in prayer with that, you know, after we're off the air. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you know the areas yes. in which we're hurt and wounded. Yes. Lord, you know Shanika's heart. You know the root of the hurt and the pains that cause her to live and respond the way she is, Father God. And I thank you for touching her heart. I thank you for bringing across her path those that will model your unconditional love, those that would show a taste of your goodness, Father God, because your word says it is the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. And we're not to despise your goodness. And I bless Shanika Alexander with a revelation of your goodness and your love for her. And Lord, that would minister to her. I thank you for bringing her into reconciliation with you, Lord, that she would have intimacy and an awareness of her need for you, Lord God, that she would receive you with all her being. Yes. I thank you, Father God. I would claim her for the kingdom, Lord, and I speak healing and, Lord, just a rest and a love over Andrew during that time, Lord God, while he waits steadfastly as you continue to do your work, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Oh, Andrew, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. And you uh, reach out. It may take some time for me to get back to you, but if you reach out to the the blog, to the website, I will make a point to absolutely get back to you. Well, thank you. It's the prayer I know. I'll call you with a testimony because I believe God's going to do it soon. I believe Amen. He's going to do it soon. I have yes. zero doubt in my mind. I, and I will partner. I'm like a pit bull. When I tell someone I'm going to pray, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't let go until we see it manifest. So I'm going to be standing there with you. It's going to be manifested real soon. Amen. 
Thank you so Amen. much. Thank God you, Andy. You. You have, and you'll God bless you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the prayer support always. We can always use it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Andrew. You too. God bless you. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye. Andrew sounds like someone I would enjoy hanging out with. Uh, Anything else, uh, Dorothy? No. That's up. Oh, that's the same one with the handle. Okay. Uh, No, that's it. I'm using the tablet. Because it's quieter gotcha. than my computer, so it's a smaller thing to look at. Gotcha. No, gotcha. that's it. No that's it. All right, Dorothy. Well, I'll, I'll give you a buzz in a minute. And uh, to all of you guys that are listening either live or listening after Seth, God bless you. Feel free to reach out uh, and um, feedback and questions. And, and, again, a lot of this stuff I cover through the, the podcast. It's so hard to cover all this ground in one time. So um, take it back to the Lord. And you will have questions. We always do. Whenever we seek the Lord, it's an invitation to go deeper. And um, I'll be doing that myself after this broadcast. So God bless you all. Have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week for those that are hearing later. And I'll talk to you soon. Dorothy, have a wonderful night. I'll speak to you in a little bit. Good night, David. Others, we were hope that you were blessed by this week's broadcast. Again, if this was your first time, please stop by my website at www.dwmurray.com. That's dwmurray.com for additional teachings and insights. God bless you, and until next time, please dare to accept the fact that your heavenly Dad loves you deeply. Amen.